Hello and welcome to Couple of Vidgets, your daily episode-by-episode podcast where we discuss the television show Supernatural. I am your host, Dan, and with me, as always, is his wife, Penny. So, I keep wanting to say your episode-by-episode guide, but this is hardly a guide. No, it's just us two, you know. It's just us two rambling about it, (laughs) hitting the high points that we think about. If you want a real guide to this show, you got to go online to those fan sites and... Although they're synopsises, because I was counting on them early on to keep my notes. They were terrible. They really didn't describe what the episode was about in some points. They, they like, describe some actions, but they didn't describe any motives or get into any story. Right. Um, and they weren't very detailed no. in their description whatsoever. And I think even that one completely that you were reading from completely did not even have the opening scene and what happened to set up the episode yeah so maybe we are the guide you know but you got to listen to us talk through the entire you know recap of the episode so uh how's your day going oh great (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh for future uh historians we're recording this on january 7th 2021 and we've been told that yesterday was the worst day in American history. I don't know if you really want to get into this topic all this well, much. Well, they but called it, uh, much like the attack on Pearl Harbor, a day that will go down in infamy. And I, ha- I mean, it's serious. Protesters, Trump supporters, stormed the Capitol, got inside, did some damage. Would I call it a day that goes down in infamy? No. Will I say this country will never recover? No. I mean, come on. So many people are so melodramatic about this whole thing. Yeah, they're really whipping a mountain into a molehill. Um, yeah, and people are calling out the differences. You know, well, if this was Black Lives Matter, well, the cops' response would have been different. And I hate to say it, I'm like, yeah, but also the protest would have been different, too. Yes, because what we were seeing on the news yesterday is, like, people... Were when they were in the statuary or something like that. that they the called. statue room or whatever that right, was called. Right, where they yeah. had all those statues. I mean, people were actually walking between, <laughs> be, you know, between the, the velvet ropes. Between the velvet ropes. No yeah. one was knocking them down. No one was burning, looting, tagging with spray paint. Not a single fire. I mean, so in that respect, it was just a peaceful protest that, yes, they should not have gotten that far into the building. However, it wasn't a riot. Unfortunately, it was a peaceful protest that got out of hand. It, and it did look like the cops were letting them in. I mean, we've seen that footage now. So I think they got kind of a mixed message when they first got there. And then all of a sudden, they're like, hey, guys, come on in. You can walk up right to the front gates because we know you're not going to burn us down. And then... Then people did get carried away and out of hand. And then they started going in through windows. And then you got instigators. So I think that's what happened, though, is it seems like the cops are like, oh, well, all these old grandpas aren't going to do jack squat. But eh, there's always assholes in every group. There is. I mean, and, you know, it is sad because one woman was shot and killed. Uh, She was a... I don't know how old she was, but she was in the Air Force, 14-year vet. And three other people died of medical emergencies, and we're thinking that they're old, fat yeah. Trump supporters that probably had heart attacks. Yeah, they're old people that had heart attacks or strokes or something. Or Too much excitement attacks. for them. <laughs> yeah, but the new, I love the news, though. They spin it, four grisly deaths. Yeah. Like, okay, well, there was one. 
we got to figure out what happened with that because that seems a little suspect. But right, because uh, the comment boards on the news sites are like, oh, he, the cop. We don't know if it was a male or female police officer. The cops should be prosecuted for murder. And it's like, no, had she not been there doing what she was doing, yep. she'd still be alive. And for all you people going, oh, my God, just don't start with me on that. That's all <laughs> well, I will say. It is just follow the rules and nothing happens to you. Yeah, you know who did get shot yesterday? Me and Dan. <laughs> Why? Because we were here where we belonged. <laughs> yeah, we weren't storming any capitals. <laughs> you know, though, you are able to. That's a story those people will tell forever. You know, the day that I stormed the Capitol. I mean, that is like. Oh, yes. Uh, for all those folks that say it, they're probably going to end up with charges to boot, but. Well, that's just it. You know, we have so much technology these days that people can be identified just by photographs now, you know, facial recognition and all that. Everything has got facial recognition on it. You drive down the highway, they know who's on the highway. Exactly, exactly. Like, you, for all of, if it was a lot of conspiracy theorists and QAnoners, like, you think they'd be a little bit smarter about covering up their faces and not walking around with their cell phone the whole time. <laughs> exactly, because now they can ping all those cell phones that were in the building that time. Yeah, what about exactly who was there? QAnon, isn't that anon supposed to be anonymous? Yeah, <laughs> they're Aww. not very anonymous when they're. Yeah, it's just a bunch of grandpas <laughs> holding up their phones, like you know. You everyone... had one job to remain anonymous, <laughs> and you fucked it up. <laughs> you had one job. Yeah, and speaking of one job, oh, the president just chiming in there with his nonsense, too. <laughs> he stole an election very hugely. We'll go home. Love you God. all. Peace out, bitches. <laughs> well, you know, uh, our friends over at the No Agenda show, like they said, he, his best move right now, if he wants to, like, hold any sort of legacy, is to pardon Snowden pardon Julian Assange, and then say peace out, and then just turn it over to Pence for the last couple days. Like, that's the only thing he could do to possibly salvage any sort of history for himself, is to at least support that. Drain the swamp, the people that, you know, call out the bad guys, they, they need to be celebrated. Instead, for four years, he's done dick about those two. The biggest freedom fighters of that whole side of the political movement, you know, the ones that that had have all that information on Hillary's emails and all of that stuff. Like the guy that like basically those two guys pretty much put Trump in office and then Trump doesn't do anything to pardon him. Like, okay. Well, because there's nothing in it for him. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so phony baloney. Just yeah. everything is a big bag of hot air. <laughs> it's foobar is one of them. All right. So that's our take on the day after the worst day in America. <laughs> For American democracy. Never has oh. the capital been stormed like that since 1814 when the British set it on fire during the War of 1812. Yeah, I got to tell you, I lived through Challenger. I lived through 9-11. I lived through yesterday. There's bad days. It's probably not the worst ever. Let's move on. All right. Season 5, Episode 2. I believe it's called Good God, Y'all. Yes, it is. So the recap, it's a pretty long recap. We get Sam's powers, them opening up the door and letting Lucifer out, the getting beamed up to the airplane with that white light. 
Uh, then Sam's whole addiction to blood. Quick flashback to Rufus to remind of, mind us of him. And also Demon Bobby. Just lots and lots of stuff. I, I stopped taking recap notes at that point. Right. And there are also um, recaps to Alan and Joe Harvell. Yes. Um, so as we know, by seeing that in the recap, then we're going to see them in the episode. So that's kind of fun. Because we haven't seen uh, Alan and Joe for quite a while. No, we haven't. Not since, I think, the Devil's Gate opened. Not since John, came, you know, they killed Yellow Eyes. I don't think they have. I don't remember. All right. Starts out, Bobby's in the hospital, picking up from where yesterday's episode left off. Uh, Sam's looking in. Uh, he talks to Dean and uh, says Bobby might not get his bounce back. Well, of course, you know, there's all angels and healings and special voodoo crap rolling around i figure bobby will walk again someday i'm not too worried about it uh dean then uh shows sam his x-ray i don't know he went and got himself x-rayed yes and uh on his rib cage it's completely carved up with all sorts of symbols and stuff those boys will never be able to go into a hospital again without being like medical anomalies <laughs> Well, that was what the uh, sigils that Castiel um, carved into the rib, like he said, carved in the rib cage, so that they could hide from all angels, including Lucifer. Well, I mean, could you imagine? I, I've had some surgeries for broken bones. Could you imagine, even if a doctor like left behind just, uh, I don't know, a little engraving of of a hello world or something just a little street sign oh how about a stop sign on my bone and my leg in the future then i go get an x-ray and then the doctor sees that engraved in my bone they're gonna freak out probably but you know sam and dean are known to actually go to hospitals that often so i don't think it's gonna be an issue i don't know he's, he's gonna get peeled open like a lemon when he's 70 and goes in for a broken hip or something <laughs> Okay, um, Cass, uh, Cass calls Sam on the phone, and then I think Sam tells him where he's at, and then Cass shows up. So he calls him all like, hey, dude, <laughs> you're calling us on the phone, and Cass reminds us all, yeah, uh, we can't, I, I don't know where you're at even. Like, you're all, you're all yeah, he cloaked says, up. Yeah, remember you can't be, you, angels can't find you. Remember those x-rays you were just <laughs> looking at? Those are real. Me, Angel, cannot yeah. see you now. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of a you big dummy moment. Uh, Bobby then yells out, and he wants Cass to heal him. Cass says he can't. Bobby gets super pissed, and Cass says to shove it up his ass. Tells Cass to shove it up his ass. Yeah. And the reason Cass can't heal him is because normally Cass could, but he said since he did what he did, he's been cut off from heaven, so he doesn't have a lot of his powers anymore. Yeah, and Cass says, though, that God is the one that brought him back and put Sam and Dean on that plane, so we should probably figure out what he's up to. Stinger. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, they're going to see if they can find God because, according to Cass, he is the only one that will be able to stop Lucifer. It's kind of an odd opening there because it didn't end with, like, any sort of setup other than Cass just being like, yo, let's go find God. Right, exactly. <laughs> All right, we come back. Uh Dean is shocked that God is lost and needs to be found. And Dean's pretty upset 
uh, thinking that God needs any help whatsoever and that he's probably just been sitting around doing nothing on vacation someplace drinking a pina colada. Yeah. Dean's got a real fanciful imagination when it comes to what God do, does on vacation. I know what God, I mean, in this series, I know what God does on vacation, and I can't, so I can't give you any spoilers. But um, he also said, or at best, God is dead, you know. So there is that. He thought either God is dead or just doesn't give a crap. Well, that's enough. Cass has heard quite enough. No more complaining. And this is about God and tells Dean to be quiet. Uh, but Cass has, uh, he knows of something that'll help him find God, and it just happens to be Dean's necklace. So Dean hands it reluctantly over to him. Yes, Cass told him that there is an amulet out there that glows bright white light in God's presence. And it does happen to be the, the necklace that Sam gave Dean one Christmas. Who it, Sam originally uh, got it from Bobby to give to John, but because John didn't show up that Christmas, Sam ended up giving it to Dean. Yep. Uh, we see, then we, uh, we see Rufus, he's in a gunfight, he's uh, like tying off a wound on some, someone else's leg. It's like really fast motion, uh, low frame rate, and it looks like The Walking Dead at this point. You're right, it really did. It had that kind of feel to it. Uh, Rufus calls Bobby, and Bobby's in the regular supernatural world. <laughs> yeah. And uh, says that he needs help in River Pass, Colorado. Uh, he's uh, he's on a uh, satellite phone, so he's cutting in and out, but figures out that it's River Pass, Colorado. The boys head off to go help him, and the boys run into a bridge that's out. And once again, this is the only road in or out of River Pass, Colorado. Let's discuss this yet again. Oh, this is such a stupid premise. There honestly. is not a single town, city, village, anything in America that only has a road going, one road going in or out. Unless it's a it's remote island. Even then, it's not a city at the end. It's just the end of people's driveways. Like, Well, I think of like Key West or, so, or, or the Florida Keys. You take that bridge from Okay, Florida. yes. Okay. So, yeah, yeah if that's okay. out, you're screwed. You're going to have to take a boat or a plane. Key West, Florida is our one exception. Oh, know, listeners, if you know of any other exceptions. I mean, But that is in. the only type of city I can think of. Yeah. Otherwise, nothing, nothing within land. No, nothing, nothing on mainland. Not even Hawaii or... Uh, yeah. Hey, Alaska. Sorry, I had to yell. The dogs are getting nothing. Into, no, so. it's impossible. That isn't how towns pop up. They don't pop up in dead ends. No, they don't. It's so. It's it's just. It's so silly. You have All to right. sit there and go. How dumb do you think we are? <laughs> uh, well, here's the next dumb, dumb, dumb part of this show. The boys go walking into towns, uh, into town, and they have their uh, guns, and their backpacks. Did you notice how they were wearing their backpacks? <coughs> well, it's not a backpack. It's uh, just a, I don't say it's a tote. Uh, what do you call those things? It's a just duffel. A, it was a duffel bag. Just slinged over one shoulder. Right. It'd be impossible to run like that. It wasn't looped over there. Okay, I thought it was a backpack, and they weren't wearing both shoulder harnesses. No. But even a duffel, then, you can't just wear it over one shoulder. What if someone attacks you? You cannot, you're not maneuverable like that. 
you can't run like that. Like they were just walking around like the most sloppiest, uncoordinated method possible. The only thing that would give you an advantage of is if you could use it for a weapon, like to hit someone with. But yeah, otherwise, yeah, you'd put it over, you know, over your head, and so you'd have it more secure on your body. Yeah, you'd put it over your head, you'd strap it up, and you'd wear it on your back, so mm-hmm. it was secure on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it. No, just loosely hanging down, you know. So when someone jumps on them, they're instantly tangled up in their own duffel bag cords. <laughs> All right, well, the boys are walking around, um, and there's just empty cars strewn everywhere in the streets. Again, it looks very much like Walking Dead. <laughs> yes, it does. Uh, Ellen from the road ho- house shows up behind them, pulls a gun. Ellen quickly splashes Dean with holy water. And then they all head into a church. Ellen's happy to see them, but yells at them for not being in touch lately. Yeah, she even smacks Dean upside the head because of the fact that she doesn't know if they were alive or dead after what happened um, with Lucifer. Tilt your microphone down a little bit. Like that? Yeah, a little more. I don't like it down like that. It picks up best in your voice. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, she was upset because she didn't know if they were alive or dead after all that stuff that happened with Lucifer and Ruby and Lilith, so. Yeah, she worried about him. But, I mean, I thought the last time she saw him, she's pretty pissed at him for getting her daughter involved in a hunt. It didn't seem like she really wanted to have much (laughs) communication with him because she was fending him off from screwing the daughter for a bit. Well, that's true. But deep down inside, she loves the boys. All right. Well, Sam and Dean ask what's up. Ellen says that the whole town is full of demons. Ellen asks if this is the end times. <coughs> and they're asking this while like walking down some stairs. I think they walked into a church. They're walking down some stairs. They knock on a door. They get into a secure room, and there's a whole bunch of other people inside hiding out, like 10 other folks. Ellen introduces uh, Sam and Dean to everyone else as hunters, and Ellen says that uh, that she's been hunting with Joe, and they came to town to help Rufus, but she lost Joe somewhere in the in the ruckus. And it seems like uh, Rufus called her for help before she called Bobby, or after she called Bobby. After he. After he. <laughs> yeah, we don't know who he called first, but he obviously did call Bobby and called um, Ellen. And, yeah, Dean was surprised. We didn't think he wanted uh, Joe hunting. And now it's like, well, she's going to do it. I want to make sure I'm here and can keep an eye on her and make sure she's safe. Dean figures that they can go get some guns from the hunting goods store. So Sam and Dean head out. But then Dean suggests that Sam stays back. Like, "Mm, maybe you don't need to come along. But Sam, like, quickly calls him. He's like, you don't want me to go because you're afraid I'm going to run into a demon. And then Dean was pretty much like, oh, whatever, bitch. Come on. Sam is then seen in the grocery store getting some food. Two guys walk in. They got demon eyes, and the demon guys spot Sam. Sam ends up killing them both off pretty easily. There's blood flowing everywhere. And, uh, yeah, was Sam using the demon-killing knife? Or he was just using a regular knife? No, that was Ruby's knife. Oh, okay, was it? Yes. Well, they didn't do all the sparkly stuff like they were killing demons. Now, were they? Yes, no. So Sam looks down at the knife, though, and uh, sees it all nice and bloody. And you can, he, he did everything except lick, lick his lips. <laughs> you could tell that he really wanted to uh, suck on the, the bloody knife. 
Dean shows up just in time, though, and then they give each other the stare down because Dean doesn't know whether he already took a lick of the bloody knife or not. True. And yeah, actually, well, Dean was in the hunt or not a hunting store. What do you want to call it? Uh, sports goods store. Sports, sporting store. Yeah. To get the guns. What Sam went to the convenience store for was for salt, not food. He went to get rock salt because they were going to fill shells with rock salt because that helps repel demons. Back at the church, everyone now has a fresh new gun that they're getting ready and loading up. Sam is sad about having to kill two teenagers that were possessed by demons. Ellen says she's going to go take off and look for Joe. Dean and Sam argue a little bit about Sam's possible demon blood addiction. <laughs> we see Sam and Ellen. They're outside walking down the street. Ellen asks Sam what's going on between him and Dean. He really doesn't answer that whatsoever. Sam spots some smoke in the right off like a couple blocks away or so. Mm -hmm. And uh, so they go to investigate. Yeah, it's coming out of the chimney of a house. So they figure, hey, this is their headquarters or where they're gathering up or something like that. Yep, they spot a house that's full of demons in it. They see people with black eyes peeking out. Sam points out, though, that demons don't get cold. They must be burning something. Or someone. <laughs> I don't, he doesn't say someone, but that's what I was thinking in the back of my mind. Right then, two demons get the drop on Sam and Ellen. It's Joe and, and some other dude. Yeah, They get beat up. Uh, Ellen escapes, gets away, but Sam is knocked down, opens up his eyes, and it's Demon Rufus is now standing over him. Sam wakes up and he's tied to a chair. Somehow that auto-corrected in my notes to <laughs> Sam wakes up Ted to a chiropractor. <laughs> okay. That's funny. I don't care who you are. Sam wakes up tied to a chair, not a chiropractor. <laughs> and not Ted, but tied. Uh Rufus says, I finally got you right where I want you to, Sam. And uh, Demon Joe tosses holy water on Sam. That doesn't work. Demon Rufus pours salt in Sam's mouth. And he's shocked that that doesn't work. And then at this point, I'm like, hey, what's going on here? Why are the demons treating Sam the human like a demon? Right. And then, then I was like, oh, those guys didn't sparkle either when they got stabbed. Right. Well, back at the church, Ellen shows up and tells Dean that Sam has been taken away by demons. Dean uh, tells everyone to stay still. He goes, grabs a gun. Right as he's about to go, though, he decides he should make a plan instead. <laughs> First time Dean stopped to think about something. So Rufus thinks that Sam has a demon inside of him, and Sam thinks Rufus has a demon inside of him. Everyone is seeing each other as a demon. Mm -hmm. All yeah. of this clicked in my head. This was really fun. I liked this. Yes, because even um, Joe was starting to questions like, why isn't any of this working on, on the demon and Sam? Because he didn't smoke with the holy water. He didn't yep. gag with the salt. He's like, she's kind of like questioning what's going on. And then, yeah, we go back to Dean and Ellen and they're talking and... No, it was it was when the holy water and she said, "Why didn't that work?" That's right. Then is like it. It all came, you know, the, all the pieces started linking together like the end of Sixth Sense. Right, right. 
Um, so I really like that when TV shows do that. So this is really cool. Um, so Joe and Dean discuss how strange everyone is acting. A guy in the basement reported that a shooting star fell last Wednesday. Dean quickly grabs a Bible and reads Revelations 8.10, and it's uh, the passage about the star Wormwood falling to earth and being a sign of the end times for the uh, four horsemen of the apocalypse coming. So Dean figures it was one of the four horsemen pulling a gag, and a minister is now shocked to learn that the apocalypse has started. Yes. Back with Sam... The horseman introduces himself. Uh, does he call himself War at this point? Does he tell him, or he I just? I don't. I no, he didn't. And and what's um, you forgot to mention when Dean and Alan were talking in the church basement. He, Dean asks, "Well, what horse does War ride?" The priest says, "The red horse," and Dean goes, "Oh, the oh. cherry red Mustang. That's got to be what he rode in on." Yeah. And the priest's like, "What?" He's like, that's what I would do if I were war coming into town. I'd be, you know, yeah. if the horse is red. And then we go back, yeah, to Sam. So the horseman introduces himself to Sam and lets him know that everyone is just scared and confused and killing each other off. Isn't that hilarious? Uh, Sam says that he's going to kill him, but he, the horseman says that he won't because Sam actually lusts for more power and to be stronger than everybody. He stands up and says, showtime for the meat suits, and then he fakes his own injury. And people come rushing in. Back at the church, the horseman comes in, and he makes the group then see Dean and Ellen as demons with black eyes. Everyone else in the group grabs their guns, starts shooting. They take off running away, fleeing. You can say something. Don't just quietly. Mm-hmm, oh, I'm sorry, Margaret I'm s- Gray. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, yeah, I'm just reading that. I yeah, Mark's. Um. Well, first when Mark came in, before he made Dean and Ellen look like demons, he came and says, "Oh, I see. De- saw demons everywhere," and they're kind of questioning him, sure, because they figured out there aren't demons in town. So that's why they're questioning. Are you sure that's what you saw? Are you positive? And he even winked at Dean, and then. Yeah, Mex- yeah, he, Mex- he foiled their plan to like quickly con- to get the story out. Like right as those two figured out what was going on, then he came in and riled up the group that wasn't chimed in yet. Yeah, right. So then, yeah, he made it so that their eyes looked like demons, and everyone attacked them, and they had to go running for their lives. Back with uh, Rufus and Joe. Uh, Joe is concerned that Rufus is now <laughs> using pipe bombs to stop the demons. She does not want to use a pipe bomb on her mom and get her mom hurt or killed. Um, but Rufus is kind of like, well, these are the tools we use. <laughs> it is what it is. Well, Everyone leaves the church, and a pipe bomb blows up in a, in a window where uh, in that house that uh, Rufus and Joe are at. So uh, one of his pipe bombs went off. Rufus goes in, looks around, and investigates Dean and Ellen, though, they were too smart. They set that pipe bomb off on purpose. Then they reach in, grabbed Rufus and Joe, pulled them out the windows. They try to explain what's happening, but then they have a nice big fist fight. Uh, But eventually Rufus can see through it, and he uh, comes to the realization that it's all been a big trick. Uh, The four of them, then, are all together. So we got Rufus, Joe, Ellen, and Dean they're all hanging out. They're all on the same page. They all realize that it's the horsemen of war who uh, they need to get to. 
Uh, Dean runs over, lets Sam free. They quickly exchange notes. So everyone's now, all five of them are on the same page. And, and I honestly think they did this to explain it to the audience three times as well. Like, if you didn't get it the second time, we're going to explain it. And then he's going to explain it again. Well, the fact Dean didn't know that Sam knew that it was war because Dean comes up like, hey, we don't have a demon problem. They both go, yeah, no, it's war. Yeah, they uh, both already knew. But they, they had both to knew, but they didn't know each quickly. other knew. Yeah. Outside, there's a bunch of people shooting rifles at each other. The minister gets shot. Rufus stops another guy from uh, shooting because he knows better at this point. But one of his buddies that was held up in the house, he makes him stop shooting at people. Uh, Ellen fights a guy. And right as she loses this fight badly, right as she's about to get stabbed through, Dean tracks down War. Sam takes the dagger. Dean grabs War by the arms. I think they did the old <laughs> grab the arms <laughs> trick again, just like they did in the last episode. Sam takes the dagger, cuts off War's fingers, removing the ring that's been controlling everyone all along. That is one detail that I forgot to mention is that this guy keeps fiddling with his ring every right. time we see him. Right. I yeah, don't know. So yeah, everyone stops stops seeing demon eyes and all yep, everyone well. comes to. Even though now there's a whole lot of dead people laying around town that each other killed. This is true. Explain that to the police. Yeah, how are they ever going to clean this up? That bridge will ha- they'll just have to remove the bridge altogether and act like that town doesn't <laughs> exist. Sorry, folks, nobody's coming or going anymore. We got a terrible secret. <laughs> commercial all right so that's the last commercial uh comes well, back before they go to commercial though yeah after uh they cut his finger off and they get the ring they they bend down to get the ring they stand back up and war is gone his car is gone but they do have his ring they have their own little souvenir yep uh so it comes back dean asks if they should toss the ring into mount doom which is pretty funny a nice <laughs> lord of the rings reference yep. Uh, and then it gets all sad and stupid, like normally these episodes do at the very end. Sam tells Dean that he misses getting high on demon blood and says he's got a real problem with it. Sam tells Dean that he isn't fit for hunting and they should go their separate way. ways. Dean agrees and offers him the car. Sam turns it down, hops, in the guy, <laughs> hops into a guy's truck and leaves. Uh, it looks like gay hitchhiker style, <laughs> like rules of the road style, man. I was just thinking of rules of the road. Uh, it was that. very odd. Yes, it was that that guy just happened to be there, and Sam's like, "Hey, can I get a ride with you?" But it was sad because of the fact that <laughs> and that guy was like, "Yeah, get in there, <laughs> lumberjack." Yeah, <laughs> you handsome devil, you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the fact that Dean's like, "No, Sam, I don't trust you." Uh, as I mentioned before, and then trusted, beat it. Trusted Ruby more than trusted Dean, and and said like, yeah, I don't trust myself. I do miss that power, and um, yeah, I think we need to go our separate ways. And I need to stop hunting and get my shit together. So if those two lost track of each other, how are they gonna ever gonna get in touch with each other? Say one of them lost their cell phone and had to get a new number, or they both did. How would they ever get in touch with each other again? Well, leave messages on John's phone. That, or they have multiple phones. I mean, if you sometimes call Dean, you'll get a message, Hi, this is Dean's other other phone. So Dean's got like three phones. Oh, okay. So, so plenty of backup. All but, right. but either that oh, or even one. get a hold of Bobby. I mean, he's going to be home. Yeah, he'll probably be in a wheelchair or whatever. But <laughs> I mean, that's sad for Bobby. 
Oh yeah, by the way, this whole episode, we just leave Bobby in the hospital. <laughs> we still, never see or hear from him again. Fuck he was him. still recovering, you know. He needed to <laughs> to accept the fact Learn how to walk, big boy. <laughs> accept the fact that he's gonna be in a wheelchair. Um, I forgot what I was gonna say, but yeah, anyway. Anything else about this episode that you find interesting? Any tidbits, trivia, something that I missed? No, only thing I can say about the thing is they'll be glad that they didn't get rid of the ring. Okay. Neat. I figure they're going to add that to their uh, box of uh, mysterious items. What box of mysterious I items? I assume in the trunk they got just a box of all the uh, the ancient relics, the magical powered, you know. Oh, they all there's probably a genie lamp in there <laughs> and no, we know, we ruby know. slippers to take them home. There's probably all sorts no, of magical items. We know that genies are bad. They're the gin. They're bad. But anyway, yeah, they don't. I don't think they have a ma- box of magical occult objects in the trunk of the car. Oh. Speaking of the car, I was very surprised though that Dean offered baby to Sam. He said, "I want to take the Impala," and I thought, "What are you talking about?" Well, then I was like, "Well, what are you going to do now? Walk away from this situation? You didn't do anything wrong." Yeah, yeah. You're not the one that has to go into Demon Blood Anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's true. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Fun episode, you know, as a, as a standalone episode, really fun. I love the twist and the turn and how everyone was half confused because there's also another part, too, where the dialogue, when they first come to, uh, when they're, when Ellen and Sam first get jumped and Joe attacks them, Joe says to Ellen's, like, get out of my mother you black-eyed bitch or something like that right and then even that line of dialogue like i heard it but it just went by so fast but it like confused me and i was like wait what huh i was like i don't this is weird that you said that because you're the one with black eyes so mm-hmm. i loved that just that touch of confusion until they gave me the one next you know clue when she splashed Sam in the face with water and then commented how it didn't do anything. Then it was the, oh. Yeah. There <laughs> are no demons. But this isn't really a one-off episode because of the fact that because of the fact that they let Lucifer out starting the apocalypse, the four horsemen are going to be all a part of that. We are going to see famine, pestilence, and death eventually throughout the series. Okay. I mean, but someone could have watched this without seeing maybe people mm. someone could have watched this without seeing the rest of this series and it would have been like oh monster of the week oh it wasn't the demons it was this mm-hmm. other thing that made it possibly I think people would get it. possibly there is a one-off episode in later a later season i don't remember what it is but it's like i can't even talk about it because it's so stupid but anyway um yeah that's the only thing i can think of is that yes it is consequential to the story arc because of the fact that we did deal with one of the four horsemen he may not be dead, but he doesn't have his power anymore. Yeah, he's just got an awesome car and can drive around really quietly. <laughs> That's true. Don't ever forget it. All right, so what's the uh, body count? By the way, a couple of these bodies are by uh, Sam's hand. Yeah, <coughs> it's going to take me a while because IMDb totally and completely changed their website. They heard us commenting on how we didn't like them. They're trying to appease oh, they're us. They're saying body count is two. 
But I would say that there was a lot more than two dead people in that town. Well, we know for a fact that that group that they that um, Ellen's group, she said that that group started with twenty, and now there was only ten. So we right. know that they lost half of those people. Right. But I guess on-screen bodies. <laughs> Probably just the two that Sam killed in the convenience store. That's the only two I can think of. Because they said that he didn't kill, they didn't kill death or kill war. They just chopped off his fingers so they couldn't count war. So on screen, the, yeah, the, the, the minister was shot, but he was still alive. Oh, yeah, minister too. Um, okay, he so I guess die. it's just two plus the other ten <laughs> that they don't normally count. Right. Okay. Um, just a reminder, we have a Facebook group called Armchair Hunters. Come on over and say hi. We've got the world's best website run by the beautiful Penny herself called coupleofidgets.com. Where you can listen to every single episode and leave a comment. Also learn how to subscribe to it with your podcast app. We broadcast on TuneIn, Spotify, um, and other things. Apple iTunes. Something else, I think. I don't know. You can subscribe and listen. Tell your friends. Tell your neighbors. Tell us about tomorrow's episode. Tomorrow's episode is Season 5, Episode 3, Free to Be You and Me. Free to be you and me. Mm -hmm. All right. F-A-B. We will talk to you all tomorrow. All right, everyone. Have a good night. If we make it till then. Yeah. The day after the worst day ever. Ever. <laughs> Maybe we're just psychopaths for yeah. laughing about yeah. it. And, you know, you got to put stuff in perspective. True that. I'm not going to lie. All right, everyone. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. <laughs>